Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Red Beard Outdoors podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in again today for our Sunday sit-down edition. Uh, this one's going to be a little bit longer than the Thursday thoughts, and it's just today is going to be based on uh, some ideas that I've got as far as the difference between being a father and being a dad, and uh, something that I feel like is strongly should be strongly encouraged and is necessary in our society, especially as crazy as things are getting uh, with whatever it may be. um, Things seem to be going a little haywire. And I feel like that is due to a lack of, of dads in society and not just being a father. There's plenty of those obviously with all the people we have and children that are out there. Uh, But, I just want to distinguish the difference between what being a father and being a dad is and what that has meant to me in my life. So before I get into that, just wanted to remind you that uh, please share this with your friends, family, anyone that uh, may benefit from from this podcast. I don't run ads and I just want to share with people my thoughts and, and hopefully help you live a better life and enjoy things. Uh, to the highest degree possible. And so, yeah, if you don't mind sharing, if you get something out of this. Now, if you don't like it, great, move on. But uh, if you do, please share with others. And you can also find me on Instagram at red.beard.outdoors, where I share our adventures. Right now, I'm heavy into hunting season here in the fall uh, for deer and elk and soon-to-be pronghorn with the kids. Uh, and excited to share those adventures and I take plenty of pictures and videos as my wife will tell you and I share them all on there so go check me out there. So today just wanted to get into an idea that uh, has been on my mind lately and actually pretty much my entire life. It's funny uh, a lot of kids grow up wanting to be a doctor a uh, lawyer, well, probably not a lawyer, even though all kids tend to argue well, <laughs> uh, and a doctor or a veterinarian or an astronaut or a fireman or a policeman. They have all these dreams and, and aspirations as we grow up. And, and I remember wanting to be a veterinarian, uh, and that was strong in me all the way pretty much through high school. Uh, but I also knew as I got older, uh, that I wanted to be a great dad. Like it wasn't something in my mind that, uh, wasn't even a question. There was a couple things in my, in my life growing up that weren't really questions to me, uh, like having faith or belief in Jesus Christ. I, I know there's a lot of arguments against religion, but for me, it never really mattered. I never really had an issue with with anything that had to do with religion or any sort of belief system. For me, being born pretty much, I was one when my parents were converted to be members of the LDS church. So basically raised a member of the LDS church and just always knew that that's what I wanted in my life. And then moving on from there to basically always knowing that I was going to serve a mission. I was always going to be a missionary for for the LDS church. This is something that was never a question in my mind. I wanted to go 
and help other people, preferably in another country that needed service and something that I could provide. That was one thing. Another thing that I always knew was that I loved animals. That was from a very young age, and I always wanted to have animals around me. I had various pets from cats to dogs to fish, to lizards, snakes. Uh, brought home the pet bird from class a couple times. I just, I've always loved animals. I've always loved nature. And that's just something that was kind of born in me, and my parents fostered that a little bit, but. Uh, that was something that, that was born in me. Also, being competitive, and not just competitive with other people, but with myself. I was very much my own critic growing up, and still am. I am probably the hardest person on myself when it comes to things, and, and uh, sometimes it can send me spiraling, and other times it's the best tool because it just pushes me to be better and better and better. Uh, like I said, growing up, due to that love of animals, uh, I originally thought I was going to be a veterinarian. Um, as I grew up, I realized <laughs> I wouldn't be able to push aside my anger for those that abuse animals and uh, probably wouldn't last very long as a veterinarian when people were constantly bringing in uh, their animals for treatment or if I've, if, uh, for, sorry, for treatment for abuse or, um, if I found out that people were abusing animals, it just wouldn't, I, I would not be able to control my anger because animals are a lot like children, in my opinion, where they're reliant on uh, the owner and then children's, uh, from a children's perspective, the parent, they're reliant on the parent. And so uh, animals don't deserve abuse. So anyway, before I go down that, that rabbit hole, uh, that's why, that's one of the main reasons along with a few others, that I didn't become a veterinarian. Uh, and then, I just always knew I was going to be a dad. Uh, that was never a question for me, whether or not I was going to have children in a marriage, and that I would be the best dad out there. <laughs> I, I always joke uh, that, there, and I've seen the joke go around, but that I couldn't find the most perfect XYZ, whether it be hunting partner or athletic uh, competitor or uh, whatever it may be. So I made one, right? That's the joke. But in all reality, I, I knew I always wanted to have kids and I wanted to be the best dad that I could be. And and I just always knew that that's just, that's just how it would be. So to distinguish the difference between what a father is and what a dad is. A father is a the technical term of a male parent of a child. It's progenitor. They share DNA with the child, but he may or may not share responsibility in the child's growth and development. That's what a father is. And then a dad is a term of affection and familiarity. The dad is someone who actively participates in the child's growth and development. So there's a stark difference there. And that's why, at least in our home, uh, the kids call me dad or daddy. Uh, they don't walk around saying father. It's, it's not a business-like relationship. It's something that I'm actively involved in. 
and I want to see their growth and development. I want to see their happiness. I want to see them succeed. I want to see them compete and to learn from their mistakes or to win more than anything. <clears throat> I want to see them win at life. And by winning, it's whatever they want to be. And, and my dad always told me growing up, uh, if you want to be whatever career, and he used the the idea of, of a garbage man. If you want to be a garbage man and that makes you happy, then go for it. But be the best garbage man you can be. And I took that to heart and I say that to my kids. I don't care what you want to be. Just be the best at what you want to be. We've got kids that are going in different directions and have different career choices. And I still up and down think Asher's going to be a lawyer because he is probably the most argumentative and comes up with the best uh, thoughts as to why his way is the best way and why we should do it that way. But in all reality, I understand that all of my kids are going to be, they're all different. They're each individual and they're not cookie cutter, which I love. They all contribute to the family and they're all going to one day contribute to society in different ways. Yes. And that's that's my job as a dad, to teach them how to be the best contributors to society. And the best way they can do that is to be happy and successful and the best at whatever it is that they do. So there's a lot of people out there that are fathers. And if, if this strikes home to you, uh, please understand that this is not an attack but this is simply a call to action. If you are absent in your child's life, change that. Period. Again, I'm not here to judge. I, I've always said that. I, I don't want to judge other people. And I do my best not to judge other people because that's not my place. Uh, I have my faults and others have their faults. But I can tell you and the, the statistics, if I can speak today, the statistics show and studies show that when a father is present, so therefore transitioning to dad status, when a father is present in the child's lives, generally with married to their spouse in a home uh, where either both parents work or the dad stays home and the mom works or the mom stays home and the dad works, but either way, if the, if the dad is present, being a dad instead of just a father, the child's rate of success is exponentially larger than, than that of those who go through a, a, a youth or a, a lifetime as a child without the dad present. So just think about that. The choice that you made to become a father, yeah, it's, it's happened. <laughs> you can't change that now. But being that you are a father, choosing to become a dad, that is a choice that you do have. And being present in your child's life will make a world of difference. Because not only are you affecting them, you will become a better person. You'll become better because you are wanting to, to be involved in your child's life. Not only will you become better, but you'll also notice that your circumstances will become better. And in the long run, your child will be a better contributor to society because maybe you're one of those people that likes to sit back, fold their arms, and complain about how things are terrible. Well, um, 
I heard something the other day that was in a it was in a lyric of a song and it said something along the lines of we're always talking about what world we're going to leave for our children but what children are we leaving for the world that kind of hit home to me because a lot of people want to sit back and complain about how everyone's destroying the earth and our kids won't have anything to to live on and I I agree that we've got work to do um and I definitely want to live long and see my children live a long life and et cetera, et cetera, down the line and to have resources to be able to use for that. But also what type of people are we leaving behind as parents? What are we teaching our children? And as fathers, we need to transition to dads if you're not already there. It will change society. There's not one single thing that's that's causing all the craziness and commotion and everything that's going on right now in our society. But if I could pick one thing to change, this is one of the main things that I would pick. If you gave me a list of, of items that I would change about our society, I would change fathers being fathers and I'd change them to being dads. Because if you're present, your child is going to be a much better person. And if that child is raised to be respectful and to think outside the box, their in their ingenuity is encouraged because the dad is there being fun and loving and, and showing them how cool things are or maybe letting them take uh, steps that maybe, no offense to my wife here, but that the moms aren't willing to, to let their children branch out because they're worried about their safety. It happens all the time, especially in our house. Now, I don't let my kids go off in the wilderness by themselves. I'm right there with them and they're in in eyesight, but I do let them do things that might be a little, you know, if they fall, they might get a scrape or they might get a bruise, things like that. Uh, That's what dads are for. Dads are there to be the protector, but also to encourage that type of creativity, outside the box thinking. Now, my parents ended up getting divorced when I was a little bit older. Uh, they separated when I was around 15, 16. And then they ended up getting divorced officially a couple years after that. Uh, and that was hard on me because I thought we had the perfect family. And obviously they had things behind the scenes that were going on that I didn't know about and didn't need to know about as a child. Uh, but they had their issues that they weren't able to work out. There was some harm done and and uh, not physically, but uh, emotionally, and, and they just weren't able to overcome those challenges. And there's nothing wrong with that if you're not, if you try everything and you're not able to overcome things and divorce is the option, then that may be the best option. But I know for me it was devastating because I was a daddy's boy, always. I love my mom to death, and she was always there for me, and she always did many things for me, and today even. As I go hunting this evening, she's going to take my kids because uh, Katie's out on a girl's trip and and hopefully she's loving that. But basically what it boils down to is uh, I was a daddy's boy and that hurt. And I know that their divorce wasn't because of me. It wasn't anything against me, but it hurt. And uh, the time that he used to be around where we would sit down on Sundays and eat pretzels and cheese dip and... Uh, and watch the football game, those times weren't happening anymore. And uh, 
it, it was just a rough time. I can't imagine for those that go their entire lives without having the experiences that I was able to have growing up with my dad and still have to this day as we worked on our relationship and, and I grew older and understood the whole dynamic of divorce and what, what really happened. Uh, but I talk to him a couple of times a week still because I want to share my successes with him and I want to hear about his life and learn from his things that he is doing with his career and his uh, many life experiences that he has had. My dad was always there to show me that you do chores. You don't leave the women to do the chores. Men sweep too. Men cook too. Men do the dishes too. Men do yard work. Uh, men are, are able to do little girl's hair for dance competitions. All of those things I learned from my dad. My mom obviously did those, but those are kind of as a society you expect a, you know, a mom to do things for the children. But my dad was there to show me that it was fun to clean the dishes with each other as a family. It was fun to cook together. It was fun to have family dinners where we could talk about our days. And even though most of the time I'd come home and say, yeah, it was a good day at school and not really elaborate on all the awesome things or all the sucky things that happened, uh, they were genuinely intrigued. I say they, right now I'm talking about my dad. He would do things. He trusted me with his Jeep to go out and go off-roading and I hit a tree and I'm telling you, those things will go out, jump out in front of you and, <laughs> and hit you. But, but he, he didn't get angry. He just said, all right, well, what's your plan to fix it? And this was a, he loves Jeeps and he prized his Jeep, but he didn't get angry with me. He, he taught me that I just needed to fix it. You make a mess, you fix it, you clean it up. And my dad taught me about sports. My dad taught me about competition. He taught me about the benefit of having good grades, of studying. He was the one, I mean, my wife or my, my mom was there, obviously, um, but uh, right now talking about dads. He showed me the benefit of hard work and how the, that hard work pays off. That if you want to pursue a career, he wanted to be a policeman. Uh, he explains to me that it was rough. It wasn't what he thought it would be, but he loved that job. But to be able to support the family, he had to work extra shifts. And even then, he wasn't really able to meet the standards that he had previously had at a job that he hated, uh, that he did not enjoy as much before becoming a police officer. And so he had to move on from that career. And he taught me the, the decision-making that has to happen as a dad. He taught me that you show up to as many, if not all, athletic competitions that you can. You show up to practices if you're able to. Uh, you show up to games. You practice in the backyard. You provide opportunities uh, for that as well. You take as much time as you can to encourage healthy competition. As a dad, you go outdoors and go camping with your kids. You teach them about getting dirty and uh, playing with sticks and chasing animals. You teach them about uh, going out and swimming. You teach them about just, again, getting outside. 
and how important that is. My dad taught me so much growing up. And I am the man who I am today because of him and what he taught me. And I strongly attribute the fact that I always knew I was going to be a dad because of him. I enjoyed the thought of having that happy life with the kids and the, the daily struggles of, of having to do chores and arguing about the chores and homework, but then also the fun times of going out and just being able to be boys. Or as far as the girls were concerned, I saw my dad playing Polly Pockets with my sisters, playing dolls, and telling them how beautiful they were in their dresses, and when they would do silly makeup, you know, talking to them about the makeup, and making things for them that they wanted. He made it a point to show them that they were loved growing up, and I remember that too. I remember him going to dances and daddy-daughter date nights and things like that with my younger siblings. I remember him with my my younger brothers, uh, playing trains, building a train table. Just all of those things together that my dad did. All those wonderful memories that are forever ingrained in my mind and have created who I am today as a dad. I love and cherish the time that I spend with my kids. Sometimes it's just laying down with them on a couch and reading a book. Sometimes it's just laying down with them on the couch in their favorite blanket and talking to them about their day and how amazing this, this thing happened at preschool or in first grade or uh, whatever it may be. How amazing of a time that they had playing sports or hanging out with their friends with their Nerf Wars. Uh, I love talking with my son Brody, who is so creative and thinks about all these things that I can't even fathom. Uh, <laughs> my mind goes to, well, how are you going to create that? And his mind just goes to, man, this is so awesome. I want to build this. I love hearing about my daughter's day, the one that is currently in college, Bridget. And when she is available to talk, I love taking her out to go get ice cream or to go get dinner and to just hearing about how she's progressing through life and her future plans and goals. Um, our oldest son, I love hearing about his dreams and passions when he wants to discuss them. Most of the time he wants to talk about memes <laughs> and playing magic and other things that I don't really have an interest in. But as far as when he talks to me about his goals and his ambitions, I love hearing about that. I love being a dad. I don't know how else to describe that. Everything else could fall away in this world. My job, house, everything. If I had my kids, I'd make it happen. Whatever, whatever needed to happen. Uh, I, I heard a story the other day. I was listen, I love listening to stories on podcasts and, uh, while I'm doing chores around the house or maybe while I'm driving. And, uh, sometimes 
you know, when I'm not doing the serious motivational podcast, it's listening to these stories. And there was this dad that his whole family had resigned to the fact that their son would not wake up, that he was brain dead. And now I don't recommend that anyone do this. So please don't say that I'm encouraging this, but this is the love that this dad had for his son. He left the hospital frustrated about the whole situation, thinking that he had this strong impression that his son would wake up, would not be brain dead anymore. He had this extremely strong impression of that. So he left the hospital because men don't like to get emotional in public. And he came back and he found out that his wife had agreed to pulling the plug on the life support so that his son or their son could donate his organs to those that were in need which is a noble cause and there's nothing nothing wrong with that whatsoever but again the dad came back and said i I know he's gonna wake up just give him a couple more days just just give him one more day and he was trying to argue with the, the the doctor and the doctor refused and as they were starting the process to uh, to pull the life support the dad went to the extreme and this is how strong his convictions were that he knew his son was going to wake back up he pulled a gun and pointed at the at the doctor and, and the nurses and said get out of the room i know my son's going to live get out i don't want you to touch any other machines they left he locked the door. Again, I'm not encouraging that anyone take these extremes, but this is the love that this dad had for his son. And he laid with his son, across his son, and held his hand and sat there for a couple of hours while people outside the room, obviously they were getting SWAT and the police involved and they were trying to calm him down and tell him to come out and he refused. He was very strongly passionate that his son was going to wake up. And after a couple hours had passed, SWAT finally you know, told him to, to give up the gun. And, and you know, they, they went through their routines trying to come out peacefully. And obviously they understood the distress that the dad was going under. And uh, long story short, the son ended up squeezing the dad's hand. And the dad immediately dropped the gun, opened the door, surrendered, and, and screamed to the doctors that his son was fine. His son was waking up. And sure enough their son woke up and he made a full recovery and everything was fine. The dad ended up serving, I want to say it was 10 months or 11 months for uh, aggressive battery or armed battery, something along those lines. Uh, or Anyway, I don't know the charge, but basically he was that passionate and his love was so strong for his child that he was willing to serve that time and to do whatever he needed to do to make sure that his son came back. Now, Obviously, that's not the case for everyone that's on life support, uh, but that's the connection that he had with his son. He knew he would make a recovery. So going back to father versus dad, I just want to wrap up there. There's nothing wrong with if someone uses one. No, I take that back. There is something wrong with, with just being a father. I don't agree with that at all. And I'll take that stand any day with anyone. If you are at work the majority of your time and you neglect your children, I'm not saying neglect them as in not provide for them monetarily. Because obviously you are if you're at work and that's your way of providing for them. They have other needs as well. 
If you are at a job that requires a lot of your time and you don't in your free time make time for your children, there's a problem. At that status, you're just a father. You're sharing the responsibility of taking care of them slightly by a paycheck. But that's not the only thing kids need. And honestly, kids don't really care about money. Kids are resilient, and if they're going through poor times, they won't really remember that growing up. And if they do, depends on how you taught them about it. If you sat back and complained constantly, they're going to remember that. But if you're struggling right now financially and you make it fun, that's what they're going to remember about how they got to be creative and, and do all these awesome things. But if you're just a father, if you're maybe or maybe not a uh, sharing responsibility for a child that you've helped create, I challenge you to change that and become a dad. Transition over to dad. Your kids' lives will change drastically, exponentially, as you do that. Your daughters need your loving reassurance. They need you. They may not be rough and tumbly like your boys, or maybe they are more rough and tumbly than your boys, but if they're the, the princesses that need the love and attention, you're their king. Be there for them. Love them. Give them the compliments that they, that they deserve. Provide for them in other ways rather than just monetarily. Play dolls with them. Even if it feels goofy and awkward. So what? Who cares? Your daughters will remember that their dad loved them and played tea time with them or stuffed animals or pretended that they were the daddy lion and and then they had a daughter lion and think all these things that my daughter plays with me on a regular basis. I feel goofy sometimes. It's silly. I don't know how to dance and she wants me to dance with her. So I do my best and we laugh about how awkward I look and that's fine. But she gets the biggest smile on her face when I scoop her up and just pretend to dance with her. With your boys, if they're rough and tumbly, encourage that in a healthy way. I love wrestling with Asher. Asher is such a hands-on kid. I love teaching him the ins and outs and what is okay and what isn't okay as far as wrestling and when and when not to wrestle and how to use your strength and when to hold back a little bit. I love seeing that they can go out in our backyard and spend hours out there. And even though they might make a big old dirt mess, they're enjoying it and having fun. They love to find worms and put them in our garden. And they love to go pick the tomatoes. And uh, they love to talk about the birds that are back there and jump on the trampoline. Go jump on the trampoline with them. Make a silly video with them. Do FaceTime with them even if they're in the other room. Have tickle fights, pillow fights, go build Legos, look over your son or daughter's creativity book that they've got. Uh, my son has one of those and he shows me some of his inventions and I'm just blown away. I don't know how he does that. Take your daughters out on daddy-daughter dates. It doesn't have to be anything crazy or fancy. Just go get ice cream and sit and look at the stars. Go watch a, a goofy movie. Go whatever, to build a bear or whatever. Whatever it may be. Go on a hike. Go on a drive. Let your daughter drive if she's old enough. 
You know, my daughter loves to drive. That's kind of her thing. She just loves to drive her car. She loves to listen to music and just be on the road. Find what your kids love and get involved with it. You don't have to be 100, 100 million percent involved as far as doing all the research and, and knowing every in and out of whatever it is that they love to do. But listen to them. Have them teach you. Show them that you care that they're passionate about something. And above all, just be involved, be present. That's my challenge to you out there that are fathers. And if you're already over to dad status, stay there and make that relationship even stronger at an, on a daily basis. Show your, your children that they are worth more than the world to you. I'm not perfect at this and I work on it every single day. But the days that I hit it out of the park are my favorite days. The days where I've cooked something for my kids that they love or that we go on a hike and they enjoyed it rather than fighting me or that played a game with them or I just listened to them tell me about their day. I read a book with them, whatever it may be. I love those days and I strive for those days. I challenge you to do the same. So... Thanks for listening in today, guys. I know today was a little bit more of a serious topic, but uh, and if you're not a father uh, or a dad, if you're a female out there listening, just think about the times that you've had with your dad. Or think about how you would like your spouse to be as a, as a dad to your children. Just think about those things. And again, if you got something out of this, share this with other people. I honestly think that if we had more adult males that transitioned from father to dad, our society would be in a 100% different place. I strongly believe that. So thanks for listening in today and hope to see you soon. Have a wonderful day and get out, live your life and love it.